Hello, this is Emmanuel Ogbonnaya. In Mark chapter 6, we see that when Jesus came into his own part of his country, he was unable to do mighty works there, so much so that in verse 6, we see that Jesus marveled at their level of unbelief. His immediate response to the unbelief that hindered the people from receiving what he could offer to them was that he went round about the villages teaching. You see, the teaching of God's word is what destroys doubts in the hearts of men. In Matthew chapter 15 verse 6 and in Mark chapter 7 verse 13, we see Jesus saying that the people made the word of God of non-effect by their traditions. The word of God had the power to bless them. It had the ability to effect change in their lives. But they made the word of God unable to deliver to them what it had for them because of their traditions. You see, there are many wrong beliefs that have the ability to rob people of the blessings loaded in God's word for them. This is why we've been using the teaching of God's word to cast down those thoughts that have before now exalted themselves in the hearts of God's people and have acted as strongholds in their minds. Today, we continue to do the same thing. You find that when Jesus wanted to minister healing and health to people, he would often say to them, your sins are forgiven you. Jesus said this to them because sin consciousness is a hindrance to the flow of God's blessings. When people wrap their minds around their sins and their failures, it makes it hard for them to accept the blessings of God. Even when it comes to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there are people who feel that others can receive the Holy Spirit, but that in their own case, it won't be possible for them to enjoy the blessing of the baptism of the Holy Spirit because they are not living perfect lives. Listen, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 13, the scripture says this. I'm reading out of the King James Version. And you, being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Notice that the scripture says God has forgiven us all trespasses. He has, not that he is intending to. And you know what? The word all means all. And in case that's not clear enough, look at this. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 13, the scripture says, I'm reading out of the King James Version, for bearing one another, and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. He says Christ forgave you, not that Christ is intending to forgive you. Forgiveness has already been provided by Christ. We have already been forgiven. The same truth is emphasized in Ephesians 4 verse 32. It says, I'm reading out of the King James Version, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So when you look at all of these scriptures, the same truth is emphasized and it is that God has forgiven you. You know, Jesus died on the cross approximately 2,000 years ago and shed his blood to wipe away all your sins. He did all that before you got here and even started living in the first place. So there's no sin of yours that his blood did not attend to. In Acts chapter 26 and verse 18, we are told that our work is to get people to receive forgiveness of sins. The reason why God tells us to go and tell them to receive it is because it has already been made available long before they got here. So listen to me, child of God. Your sins have been forgiven you. When you receive this blessing, you understand that no sin can stop you from being baptized 
in the Holy Spirit. You know, I've also come across some believers who wonder if they really have faith enough to receive the Holy Spirit. They feel they don't have the kind of faith it takes to access and enjoy the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you're in that category, listen to me, child of God. You have enough faith required to receive. Romans chapter 12 and verse 3 says that God has dealt to or has given to each one of us who are his children the measure of faith. In Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20, Jesus said you don't need faith the size of a mountain to deal with a mountain. He said you need faith the size of a mustard seed. Listen, the God who knows the kind of faith needed to make things happen is the one who has given to each of us who are his children the right measure of faith necessary to enjoy everything that we need. So child of God, if you had faith to become born again, there is nothing else you do not have faith for because every other thing is easier than that. What got you saved was the measure of faith that God gave you as a gift. That same measure of faith is sufficient to deliver to you everything else you need in God. So don't even try to walk up faith to receive the Holy Spirit because the default faith quietly at work in your heart right now, the same faith that saved you will get the job done. The presence of that faith in you is why you are called a believer. God willing, we will pick it up from here in our next conversation.